Hey everyone, this is Jacob Peterson, and you are listening to the Millennial Minister Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of the Millennial Minister Podcast. Listen, I am so excited about this. This has been something that's been on my heart to do for uh, a while now. And, you know, I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm going for it. I'm pulling the trigger. Uh, You know, my prayer is that uh, through this podcast, you are encouraged, you're edified, and that also at the same time, you find a community of ministers who are in the same place you are. Uh, and, And I believe that that place right now is a very significant place for us as millennials is is we are literally in a moment in history where we're transitioning from becoming future leaders to present leaders. Uh, we're, we're in that moment where the baton is being passed, where it's being handed over. And, and really, my question is, my question for myself, my question for you is, will we be ready? Are we ready to, hand, to, to grab that baton and continue to run the race that the previous generation is handing down to us. Now, before I get into the to, to my talk today, before we dive into this discussion, um, I want to invite you to subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. I think we're on all of them. So Spotify, Apple, uh, some of the random ones, we're out there. Um, so go on there, subscribe, review this podcast, uh, leave it some stars if you enjoyed it. And I'm going to go back through, I'm going to see whoever, everybody who um, subscribed and reviewed this. And uh, I'm going to send you a book. I'm going to start doing this every single month. Uh, just say thank you for jumping on. I'm going to send you, I'm going to do a drawing and the winner of that drawing, I'm going to send you a book uh, in the mail. And this month, it goes perfectly with the topic we're going to be talking about. This month, I'm going to send you the book called Spiritual Leadership by J. Oswald Chambers. Uh, I believe it will encourage you. It's become one of my favorite books, and I will send that to you in the mail at the end of the month. So today, I, I want to encourage you in something. And uh, it's funny because it's one of the those topics that uh, can be discouraging, but it's encouragingly discouraging if that makes sense at all. Uh, but there's a, a a phrase that I believe is going to encourage you at this. And at the same time, it's going to bring like a little bit of a light bulb to where you're at right now. And um, it's a phrase that's helped me through a lot of hard seasons. And it's simply this, embrace the process. Embrace the process. And I want you to get this, okay? Everyone who has ever been used mightily by God has had to go through a process. Every single person. Go throughout history and pick out someone who has not gone through a process, and you'll see someone whose ministry was simply a flash in the pan that did not have sustainability, that did not have longevity. Uh, Every single person who's been used mightily by God has had to go through a season where God tests them, God tries them, and God prepares them to become who He has called them to be. So this Embrace the Process series, I'm going to break it up into four parts. Um, you know, and these four parts are really the core elements of the process that you have to walk through in order to be who God has called you to be. And listen, when you understand that there is a process that God has you in, it actually is kind of freeing. Um, it's freeing to know, hey, I'm not where I need to be. Um, 
you know, and you can even just say this out loud. It's okay to say it out loud just to, to grasp this revelation. It's simply, I am not ready for all that God has for me. Think about that. You are not ready. I am not ready for everything God has in store for me. Oh, it should make you feel better. It's not a burden realizing that. It's freeing realizing that you're not ready. Because listen, I've lived under that heavy umbrella that's like, oh man, I'm 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 25 years old. Why haven't I, you know, seen entire nation saved? Or, you know, man, I can't believe I'm I'm only 21 and I haven't led a a, a million person crusade revival like Reinhard Bonnke. You know, I've I've been in that place. I've read the journals of John and Charles Wesley and felt that burden of like, what am I doing with my life? But but I've had to take a step back and realize. I'm exactly where God has me and he is preparing me. Listen to this. I want you to get this. God loves you enough to keep you from that in which you are not ready to inherit. I want you to get that. God loves you enough to keep you from that in which you are not ready to inherit. And the truth is that our current character would actually crumble under the fullness of our calling. Think about that. If he, if we are not walking in the fullness of what God's called us to be, I believe it's because as a good father, he sees I'm not ready to carry it. But but it's not just that he sees I'm not ready. He's actually willing to put me through the process to get me ready. That should be encouraging. Let that bless you today to, to know we're exactly where you're at. I know right now you're not living your dream calling, your dream purpose. You might be a part-time youth pastor and at night you're bussing tables at the Longhorn. Shout out to all my food service workers out there. You might be a, a, a mom who is taking care of little kids and you know getting a million snacks a day and you have the dream of writing a blog and being an author, and you're just doing what you can. You might have this burden to plan a church one day, but the current season that you're in is not conducive to actually do that. Listen, if you're not there, it's because God loves you enough to get you ready to step into what he's called you to walk in. So today I'm, I'm going to break down a very important element of this process um, that, that I want to encourage you with. And it is simply Time, time, T I M E, time. Uh, and, and I think a per- perfect person to really pull out somebody who had to go through a process in order to become who God has called them to be. And that is your boy, King David. Listen, look at David in 1 Samuel 16. We find David uh, being anointed king. I love this story, first of all, because it proves to me that it doesn't matter what your background is. God wants to use you. We we we've heard this story a million times. Uh, Samuel comes to anoint a new king over Israel. God leads him to the house of Jesse. He goes to the house of Jesse, and and Jesse brings in all of his strapping sons who are strong and muscular. And the Lord says, "No, no, 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 no." And He says, "Are there any more?" And Jesse just kind of hangs his head and is like, "There's but the youngest." and there he is in the in the field. And literally, he he completely wrote David off that there's no way God's going to choose David. But we know the story. God chooses David. He's anointed king that day. 
Catch that. He is anointed king. Samuel pulls out the oil, pours it on his head. It is powerful. It is Holy Ghost. God is moving. And guess what? Samuel leaves. He's gone. He chunks, deuces, I'm out. And can you imagine being David dripping with oil? You just were told, I'm, you just told me I'm going to be the king of Israel. And literally he walks out the door and your dad looks at you and is like, hey, here's a towel, wipe the oil off your face and go back out to take care of my sheep. And that, that to me has always been mind blowing to me. And it was, it wasn't until 15 years later that David stepped into his role as a king. 15 years. It took him 15 years. And those 15 years weren't easy. He wasn't like brought into the palace and like, we're going to train you for 15 years. No, he was brought into the palace and Saul tried to kill him. He had to go through rejection. He had to serve under a crazy leader. He, he, he had high moments where he slayed Goliath and he had dark moments where people betrayed him and tried to kill him. 15 years of a process to take him from being a shepherd to being a king. And, you know, I think about our generation and we're the YouTube generation. You know, we 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 have the right to say we were the first ones to cut our teeth on YouTube before all those weird influencers came out. We were watching Ouch Charlie. Can I get an amen? We were watching Ouch Charlie. We were watching random videos on YouTube when before there was any anything on there. But what happened was with this YouTube generation, we saw people go viral. They, they went from being nobodies to being like famous overnight. Like there's that one kid from Ryan's world who's like plays with toys and makes millions of dollars a year. Like what in the world? We all see that. And we say, that is what success looks like is that I do one thing. Boom. I'm famous overnight. When in reality, that is not God's strategy. And I want to ask you this, you know, we can go viral overnight, but is it the purpose to be seen or is the purpose to be faithful to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just get practical. Do you want to be a Chewbacca lady? You know, like, do you want to be that lady? Like who wore the mask and laughed and Hey, I, she loves Jesus. He's awesome. No, no shade there. God do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but what's Chewbacca lady doing now? You can only wear that mask so many times, you know, like, like, is the purpose to be famous overnight, to be known overnight, or is the purpose to follow Jesus and to do what's right in front of you? Listen to this. God is more concerned about building you than he is about building your ministry. It's just the truth. He's more concerned about building you than he is about building your ministry. You know, I heard this several years ago. It takes six months to make a Rolls Royce but 18 hours to build a Toyota. Six months to make a Rolls Royce, 18 hours to build a Toyota. Why? Rolls Royces are built by hand. And I Toyotas are great cars. Like you can drive a Camry for like 50 years. You know what I'm saying? Like they last forever. Them things ain't gonna die. Like Toyota Camrys are solid as rocks. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you, you get into a Camry, you, you're going to have that through your entire life. They're going to bury you in that thing. Like Toyotas are beasts. Okay. But 
Like I never see rappers crouch down in front of raw fours. You know what I'm saying? Like I never see rappers like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopping in my Camry, rolling down the street. Like rappers, don't, you know, like, like, no, it, it's the Rolls Royce. Like we, we've all seen the Rolls Royces when we're driving down the road and one pulls up and we're like, what is that you know why because there's something unique about it something that the leather is handcrafted it's hand stitched each nut each bolt is tightened it was fashioned by an artist and listen in your calling and purpose god is fashioning you for legacy he's fashioning you to be able to carry the weight of your calling and your purpose so this is what i want to leave you with okay last final thoughts Take your timeline off the table. Make friends with the fact that you are not ready for the fullness of your calling. And listen to this. Rest in that. Rest in that. Rest in the fact that God is preparing you for something. Walk through the doors God opens, but don't rush it. And listen, embrace the process. Embrace it. God's got you under control. God is watching over his word to perform it. Your only job right now is to be faithful. And when we're faithful to Jesus, he will make all of our calling and purpose come to pass. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much for joining today. I really pray it blesses you. I really pray it encourages you. Again, subscribe, review this podcast, you know, even screenshot it, post it on your story. You know, you can check me out on Instagram. I'd love to hear if this encourages you, let me know. I I would love to hear and pray with you anything that uh, God's going on in your life. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I would love uh, to help you in whatever way I can. But thank you so much for joining. Stay tuned for next week for part two of this word. It's going to be really awesome. I will see you then.